You're listening to Dedication. Fans remember the Bay City Rollers on TD1 Radio. And it's time for our guest DJ segment. Tonight we have with us Eric Lamb from Florida. Let's welcome Eric to the show and find out more about him and some of his favorite Bay City Roller songs. Hi, Eric. Welcome to the show. Hi, ladies. Great to be Hi, here. Thanks. Hi. Thanks for great having me. You. Oh, it's great to have you. You're nice and warm down in Florida, I bet. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not bad today. It's sunny, and we're, we're going to get into the mid-60s. Which oh, is... all right. It's a little chilly up here up north, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's about half that here in Plymouth. We're in the third. Yeah, I, I think half of us will be heading down in a couple of months, so... <laughs> uh, yeah, you're more than welcome. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. So I just, I want to let our listeners know that um, I became acquainted with you, Eric, during my research of uh, the fan-produced book, Tartan Memoirs, What the Bay City Rollers Mean to Us. You were one of the contributors to that book, and I reached out to you and asked if you'd want to make a recording of what you wrote, and you very kindly did that for me, and I really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I was I, I forgot about the book. <laughs> well, I didn't do it until I found it. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I kind of remember writing something up for that. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, oh, my gosh, I if I remember, you may have been the only male contributor. Uh, un- unfortunately, that wouldn't surprise me. I know. <laughs> yes, yeah, it is not well, surprising. I will, I, interject, I will interject, Eric, that times are changing. We have a lot of male listeners. We've had a lot of yes. male guest DJs. So if you want to go back through the archives, you, there are a lot of you out there. And, hey, we're here for it. We are here hey, for it. And that's we were hiding back in the day, but, you know, you're, 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 you're around now, and we're so thankful. <laughs> absolutely. 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 It, is, it is very nice to hear a male's perspective because, obviously, a very different perspective in some areas than, uh, you know, a 13 year old girl. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I didn't have a crush on Les or Eric or Alan or Woody. It was really uh, all about uh, the music for you. It, it was really all about the music. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and oh. I, I, I will, and I, I two key memories. I'll kind of, kind of share as we get, go on through, uh, the show, but I'll, I'll never forget as a kid, big sports fan as well. And I'm, I was watching, I think it was Monday Night Football. And, uh, or no, it wasn't Monday Night Football, but it was uh, Howard Cosell, who was one of the hosts of Monday Night Football, also had his own TV show for a bit. Mm-hmm. He oh, had yeah. Bay City Rollers on. And this oh, back yeah. in the day when he had like four channels to watch, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, and so I, all of a sudden they came out and did Saturday Night. And I, I it was like hook, line, and sinker. Like, this is really catchy. <laughs> and and then uh, and then sure enough, uh, I I'm gonna say within within a year, uh, maybe six months, um, I was drug out to a uh, uh, out to a, a store at a shopping mall to go shopping with my mom and my sisters, which for a guy is always super fun. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I was bored to death. But at the t- way back in the day, J.C. Penney actually had a record store in their part of their store. And, uh, and I, and I knew of the Bay City Rollers then, and I, I saw a rock and roll love letter and I was like, please, 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 mom, would you get this? Please, please. And my mom was no pushover. So I had no guarantee she was going to get it, but she plopped down five ninety nine for the record. And that was my first official vinyl album oh, was wow. rock and roll love letter by the Bay City Rollers. You know, I have an interesting thought. You talked about the Howard Costell show and how we only had four channels to watch. Yes. I mean, you really were limited to that. So the exposure they got on those two shows, those two different shows from, you know, one week, one week to the next, you, they, you really had no choice but to watch that program. We had three other choices. I wonder yep. if today if that same thing happened where there are just thousands of channels, if they would have gotten that kind of, well, they that well they definitely wouldn't have gotten that kind of exposure in one shot, but right. would they have, would it have gotten lost? Do 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 acts like this just get lost? Is it just a fluke now if you make it? Yeah, it you know yeah. that's it's a very good you know they'd probably have to have some uh, uh, really cool or funny TikTok video. Yeah, <laughs> you exactly. Have to go along with it. 
it's a whole different marketing scheme. It's a whole different media landscape. Yeah, yeah it's just it really crazy is. because at that time you had four channels and uh, you were lucky if, uh, you know, you'd have four channels if all of them came in. Yeah, <laughs> that's know? true. I mean, you, you can pretty much say, you know, at least, a, you know, most of America watched that show. Absolute, we love our variety yeah. shows. Our, our parents definitely love the variety shows. Yep, so, yep. Pretty much everyone who was alive back then and whatever time that appeared saw them that night. Exactly. Exactly. Cool. And for me, it was all about the music. It, it was just hook liners. I'm like, these, and, and uh, over the years, I mean, although a lot of the big hits were, were written by others, they, they had song, a number of songs they wrote themselves too. And these guys played their own instruments. They wrote yeah. their own songs. They were, they were really talented. And they, oh, they yeah. to me, I always felt that they got this, this bum rap is just like an act for girls because the girls would find the guys cute, which is fine, but they were really, really good musicians. Yeah. I think that too is starting to, to really come out in a big way, you know, just because hindsight and, you know, it's nostalgia. People love what was back from their youth, but I think mm -hmm. a lot of people are starting to recognize. Yeah, sure. I mean, we have a YouTube channel and there's one particular video we have of, a live quote unquote concert that aired on Japanese television. And I mean, I go in there and remove so many comments. They're just hell bent on that. They're lip miming, they're lip syncing. I'm like, well, yeah, that's what happened back in the seventies in television sure. production. Mm -hmm. Every act lip, lip, lip sank. Is that, is that, is that the way you say it? They yep. mime because yep. it was for television. They wanted to be exactly perfect. Mm -hmm. So they just come on this one particular video and just, there were four or five a day with these people trashing them for lip syncing. I'm like, yo, <laughs> you know, everybody it, did it. Had to do, it had to do with television production, not about whether they could sing or play or not. Listen Absolutely. to their live, listen to their live at Budokan album and then come back and say something. Yeah. Right. You know? Absolutely. Yep, yeah, and, and I've got and, that one as well. And it, it, I mean, these, these, these guys were really good, and they were they were shortchanged uh, a, a lot, I think, in terms of media coverage because they were they were just kind of typecast as like a a pop group or a girls group. Definitely, but their har their their harmonies, Les's vocals, I, I mean, they yeah. were they were as tight and and as professional sounding uh, as a band as, as anyone out back in that yeah, time period. You're right. And I think a lot about that was management because that was just, the, he presented a package, not yep. necessarily musicians. Correct. Correct. And that had to have been so frustrating for, you know, for them all. I'm, I'm I mean, sure it was. was written was written by Eric and that is one of the strongest songs still today. It's my, it's yep. one of my favorites and rock and roll love letter was also my first album. Um, All right. So, I mean, that, that album, I mean, that song in particular, I, I think it could be a hit today. Oh, it absolutely. I think it's great. So, yeah, and, I, I appreciate that perspective from you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. Well, let's dive into your first song choice, Eric. And you pick something from the Duncan era. Uh, tell us about Elevator and why you chose it. Yes, well, I, I I wanted to I, I wanted to purposely not leave out Duncan because although a, a very different voice from Les, I, mm -hmm. I thought he really brought uh, a very unique style and energy to the band, and uh, and I remember when I when I bought Love Letter or not Love Letter Elevator, uh, when I bought Elevator, they had uh, shortened their name and it's on the album cover to just the Rollers. So I think they were they were trying to kind of distinguish themselves a little bit mm -hmm. uh, from their past, and and I put on that album and it, it was mind blowing to me how how good it was how forward thinking it was it was it was uh, any of any of their kind of their their most of their pop elements kind of were left in the past. This was a yes. really modern rock album for that time. Oh, absolutely. Um, and and I think it opens up with the instrumental Stone Houses number one, which leads into Elevator. And I'm telling you, if you had been a Bay City Roller fan and then listened to all of their stuff, especially their early stuff, Bye Bye Baby, Saturday Night, and then you heard this, you're like, whoa, what is going on here? <laughs> and yet it was so catchy. Yes. Again, yeah. it was so catchy. It was phenomenal. And I probably wore that. I still have the vinyl album around today, even though I, I don't have a record player at the moment. But I, I literally probably wore that album out. So I just I, I found uh, Elevator to be just very catchy. The great guitar hooks, 
uh, the the energy of it. It just was uh, it. Like I said, it was just mind blowing for me at like uh, 14 or 15 at the time when I bought it, it was like, whoa, this is incredible. Uh, so that's that's why I chose Elevator. I wanted to include Duncan on the list and uh, and that era of their music that that some folks may overlook. Absolutely. Well, let's take a listen to Elevator. I love that you started off with that song. It's a great start to um, get everyone, get everyone pumped. <laughs> oh yeah. Good. yeah. Great. Great. Yeah. 
You, the next song you pick is an Eric Faulkner-led song, and you chose Back on the Streets from the Strangers in the Wind album. Tell us about this choice. Yes. Well, I, again, always loved Eric as well as a guitarist, and I always thought vocally he was really good, too. Again, I did, may not have had the range that Les had, but he really, no doubt he could carry a tune. And in fact, a, a song that barely missed the list for me was Rebel Rebel off of the It's a Game album the uh the david bowie cover that was phenomenal uh but i went with uh, back on the streets um i'll make this story as brief as i can but uh my my wife and i uh, she became a bay city roller fan by the time she married into me uh when we met in college and uh, a few years later um she had uh, she had had to have surgery for uh, an appendix appendix almost burst so she had to have surgery uh, and was in the hospital and and then uh, took time, of course, to recover. And uh, now the song Back on the Streets, um, that, or Back on the Street, that, it, it just made us, as she was kind of recovering and, and kind of getting back into normal day-to-day -day living again and getting around, there was just something about that song, kind of about uh, overcoming difficulty, about kind of getting back on top that just really resonated and was uh, inspirational uh, for both of us. Um, it even kind of made up some of our own funny lyrics to her situation <laughs> where um, it was, I'm, I'm, I'm back on my feet again after the long operation. And of course, that's, none of that's in the lyrics, but I mean, the, the song really was always was very catchy. One of my favorites off of that album. Um, and, uh, and again, wanted to give, wanted to give a tip of the cap to, uh, to Eric for sure vocally on my list. So that, that's one of the reasons I went with that one. Oh, well, that's great. Let's take a listen to it. So, Eric, 
for your next song choices, you actually picked uh, two songs from the It's a Game album. You picked the title track and also The Way I Feel Tonight. Tell us about these two songs. Okay, well, and of course that that album also, as everyone knows, has has the great "You Made Me Believe in Magic." Yes, which I I also love that. I found that whole album just to be phenomenal. I just I, I love almost every track on that album. I think, uh, but I uh, to 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 start with, uh, I just thought the way I feel tonight is just really truly probably one of the most beautiful ballads I've ever heard. Just lyrically vocally it just it's just one of the prettiest songs i've ever heard and um you know if at least back in our day if you were a single guy and you knew about the song and you wanted to impress your girl on a day it, you you played this one <laughs> because oh, yeah. it, it you know because it was just it would it was sweet yet without being sappy it was just it was just a just a gorgeous gorgeous ballad uh, so to me that, that, even if I had to narrow it down to a top five, that would have been in my top five. It's, it's a sexy song. It is. It really is. And, mm -hmm. and as a kid, I didn't pick up on all of it, but it, it, it was, came off as very romantic. And then yep. you get a little older, you're like, oh, oh, okay. That's kind of what they're <laughs> yes, talking about. Exactly. But very, very exactly. sweet. Very. It's beautiful. And like you say, his vocals are just astounding on it. Just so smooth. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, and then I went with, it's a game. Uh, because again, I, I don't know that that was released as a single over here in the United States or not. I just remember, uh, the way I feel tonight and you made me believe in magic, but I thought it, it's a game was not only one of their catchiest songs on that album. And of course they've got a career of catchy songs, but it, it I just found it to be it just very, very catchy and I'll have to come up with other adjectives, but it, uh, it, it, it just is it it's creative uh it, it's a different sound for the rollers at that point as well too uh and and yet you know they were it sounded like they were maturing a little bit maybe it's a band and, and in terms of what they were trying to do musically and to me this this song they just they just hit it out of the park with it uh, to me it could have been a single and a uh, a, a big hit single at that um so i uh, just always been a favorite of mine it's a game all right, let's take a listen to It's a Game and the Way I Feel Tonight.
Again, Eric, we have two picks off the same album, this time from Dedication. And you picked Yesterday's Hero and I Only Want to Be With You. Why did you pick those two? Yeah, well, you know, Yesterday's Hero, uh, I I always thought was just an outstanding cut off of that album. And of course, it, it opens with... Uh, uh, with with the sounds of, of of like fans going crazy in the background and the security kind of telling me get back get back mm-hmm. and just that picture I had not been to a live concert at that time in my life and just to picture what it would be like to see these guys live or any oh, band yeah. live was it was just uh, the visual picture it put in my mind was I, I just couldn't get over it and I, it, since then and, and as I got older always been a huge live music fan so uh, that was part of it, just the energy of that song. And and little did I know how, uh, uh, un- unfortunately at that time, how, in a sense, how prophetic the song would be because everyone's shelf life, unless you're maybe you 2 or Tom Petty, everyone's shelf life does end a little, you know, and, yeah. and all of a sudden you're forgotten. And, uh, and, and it's, uh, 
I, but although I think thankfully with shows like this, we're doing our best to not forget them because they, they, they shouldn't be, they were a tremendous act, but uh, so outstanding rocker, just love the guitar licks on that, the, on, on that song. And, uh, uh, and the energy that Les exudes with his voice. I mean, it it, it sang with conviction. Uh, so I, I I just love that. Um, and then I only want to be with you. Um, although none of these songs are definitely like number ten all the way down to number one. I only want to be with you. Probably to me is is one of the best pop rock songs ever made. Uh, it is right up there in the Rollers catalog with Saturday Night. It that song is catchy in all capitals uh the 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 bass line to it uh the uh the 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 guitar the guitar licks to it and of course it was done before them but i i've i, I haven't heard anybody do it better they were made for that song uh i i only want to be with you i just think is when it comes to music it was it was just pure gold yeah i think that song uh, we had Eric Alper on a couple of weeks ago, and I think he said it's like one of the most covered songs of all songs. Um, and when you Google it, yet when you Google it, their version comes up first. So that that says something to me. I mean, Dusty Springfield, of course, did it. Yes. A lot of people have covered it, but yes. they definitely, as as they say, made it their own. Oh, they did. And they, and they hit in in baseball terms, they they hit a grand slam with that. Yeah, I mean, that absolutely. that song was just a uh, pop rock perfection the way they did it at least to me yeah, i agree well let's take a listen to these two from dedication Baby! 
Eric, I love that you picked I Only Want to Be With You. And the the reason I love that song is just when I, whenever that song comes on and you hear the first like couple of notes, I go you back to it. being 13. And yes, and I go back to yep. being 13 and having all my magazines and my albums and everything was about the Bay City Rollers. That song just takes me back. Oh, Wait. yes. I'm glad you mentioned the magazines because... Uh, I, I might have been the only guy out there, but probably bought every issue of 16 magazine when the rollers were on the cover. Oh, because, yeah. Because back in the day, that was the only way you could get any kind of news or any kind yes. of stories about your band. Absolutely. So I I would go to the I would go to the store every week, even though it only came out like once a month or once every six weeks or whatever. Uh, I would. Every every time I'd be there, I'd go to the magazine section looking to see if there was a new 16 with new Bay City Roller articles in it. <laughs> yep, you and every other Bay City Roller fan. That was that was our, our best news source, right? It oh, yeah. was. It was. All right. So we're going to move on to your next two songs, which uh, you actually picked off the Rock and Roll Love Letter album, your first Bay City Roller album. You picked Suze's favorite song, Money, Honey, and Rock and Roll Love Letter. What is it about these songs that you love? Oh, gosh. And and again, this whole album, just phenomenal. And when I compare it to the first American release, Basically Rollers, it, it, it yes, it's it's them, but it's a, it's a harder-edged version of them, even, mm-hmm. even though it's still kind of in this rock-pop genre. Uh, and Money, uh, Money, Honey, Rock and Roll, Love Letter, they both came out about the same time, and I really have a very hard time choosing between the two. Rock and Roll, Love Letter is probably... Uh, the, the little bit more of the of the single of the two, although both I think were were very definite hits for them. Uh, but I I loved the the crunchy guitars. You know, yep. I mean that that's when I fell in love with electric guitars. Like, whoa, this stuff is great. And it's not that it had long guitar solos or anything like that, but just very very catchy guitar riffs uh, on each one of them. And I really I think at that time really fell in love with Les's voice and really appreciated, began to appreciate a lot of what he could do. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the, the first album, uh, outstanding, but, uh, you know, more pop oriented. Uh, this one, they're, they're rocking on over yes. half of their cuts on the album. And you start with Money Honey. And back in the day when you'd have a stereo and would turn up the volume, I mean, that was a song you listened at full volume. Yeah. Uh, and and then rock and roll love letter, pretty much the same thing. Just again, along with I only want to be with you. I think one of the catchiest songs they ever did. I agree. Uh, just really, it it's fun. It's uh, it 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 brings you back to the enjoyment of 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 having a crush in your middle school or high school days. Uh, uh maybe maybe a, a a fun innocent first first date. It just it's it's outstanding. Just outstanding, uh, and then, then he does get. Uh, I think he does have a, a little bit of a an, an adult reference in there with the, uh, um, you know, uh, something about being so excited my jeans could explode. And it's like, uh, at the time I didn't understand. Probably good, <laughs> but but it it was uh, uh, it just it just was so well done, just so well done. And and you know, I mean that that's also the thing. I mean, rock and roll has always been about relationships and love and and maybe pushing the edges a little bit mm-hmm. uh or a lot in some cases but you know back in that era you know you could sing about love and romance and 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 strong feelings you would have for the other person and it didn't have to be uh spelled out in very in in, in my mind uncreative just very almost grotesque terms right uh, like music has Turned turned to increasingly over the past 20, 30 years. But back then there was a lot of there was a lot of creativity. Yes. You know, I would walk around singing songs like this. And if there was a line or two in there, there was just a line or two. And I would be, you know, pretty much oblivious to I knew there was a double meaning, but didn't know what it was. You know, sure. my parents were probably more concerned at times than I was <laughs> over what is he listening to? Uh, you know, but that that was an era where to me creativity both musically and lyrically really meant a lot and i think they put their stamp on both of those songs and a uh a, a, a song although we're not going to get to it on the list 
that they wrote that that also could have been on that was was LaBelle Genet. Oh, that, yeah. That, that he and he and what? Oh, gosh. They, he and Woody, I think, did that together. That was phenomenal. Just fun. so so many great songs we could have chosen from there. But uh, uh, oh, yeah, that and that that album, as I said at the beginning, first album I, I ever got. And uh, and again, kind of like with Elevator years later, I probably wore the grooves down to nothing on that on that album. All right. Well, let's take a listen to Money, Honey and Rock and Roll Love Letter. I see a nation rhythm in a man's genetic code, but I keep a rock and roll. 
I have to admit that those are probably my top two favorite Bay City Roller songs, and that is my favorite album. For a long time, Rock and Roll Love Letter was my favorite, but then Money Honey's been, been you know, creeping past it. But two great songs and a great yeah. album. Thank you. And now we're ending your set with two more songs, um, argu arguably um, two of their earliest hits, Bye Bye Baby and Saturday Night. What made you pick these two? Yeah, well, I, I had to go back to the early era because Saturday night, at least here in America, is what started started off the frenzy over sure. here. And uh, and then after after I heard that and, and I think eventually I think my parents so it might have been my second or third album. My parents got me the cassette tape for following Christmas, I think. And uh, and Bye Bye Baby. And as I've listened to a lot over the years, just a, just a very sweet, catchy, innocent song. I mean, that that. Uh, although it's uh, the the production was a little newer, that could have been done back in the fifties. You know, it was just very very catchy. And Saturday night, I'm sorry, there's not a better pop rock anthem on planet Earth than Saturday night. That it is just it it's if they had done nothing more than that, they deserve a spot in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, and yet, of course, they did a lot more than that. But uh, yeah, those two songs from the early work just bring you back to an, an innocent time of really catchy music and just just memories of when life was not as difficult as it probably is for many of us these days. Amen to that. Um, let's take a listen to Bye Bye Baby and Saturday Night. If you hate me after all I say Just gotta tell her anyway.
believe the hour is already done thank you so much for being here thank you you. what what a great guest you are thank you so much well thank you for having me uh what what an absolute blast to remember so many of these great songs and uh you're probably going to get me uh going back to all of my old albums and going through like every cut of every album now over the next week (laughs) (laughs) which is not a bad thing thank you no not a bad thing at all (laughs) our job is done (laughs) absolutely I want to say thank you to all of our listeners for their requests and their dedications and joining us in the weekly chat every Friday night. And I just want to remind our listeners to stay tuned. After this show, there is a replay of Karen Ingram's 70s Sounds. And join us next week for a brand new show, another holiday giveaway, and of course, more of the music you love. And until then, don't let the music die. When I was young, I played the game Never won, thought rock and roll Would bless my soul forever Songs of love and